So this podcast is just a snippet of a class that I gave at a school that I was just chatting about how I would go about doing things in the hairdressing industry if I was still in school and, you know, what things I could be doing right now in school to make myself much more awesomer than I would be if I got out and not doing it. I hope you enjoy. Hi, podcast listeners. You know, I am a hairdresser that works behind the chair just like you do. And you ever get it to where, you know, it just seems like sometimes the blow dry just doesn't work on your client. It just does not, you know, blow dry quick enough and you can't get enough volume or it just won't stay or, you know, maybe it even just uh, tends to get a little fuzzy or, or, you know, staticky or, or, you know, there's just too much volume. I recommend choosing product. Product is is the best product that you can use in the salon because not only will it add volume, but it can also control the hair. It'll make your hair curly. It'll make it straight. It'll dry it quicker. It'll slow your drying time down. It can make your hair either moist or it can dry your hair out. Yes, I did use the word moist in the conversation just because I wanted to kind of gross you out. I also want to use the word noodle because I think noodle is as disgusting as moist. Anyhow, if you are having a problem just blow drying the hair, I definitely suggest using product. You can go to www.thisproductdoesnotexist and pick up product and carry it in your salon and sell it to your clients as well. Remember, when you do sign up for it to get product, say Ryan didn't tell you about it because there's no such thing. So, um, where was I going? I have notes. So a couple of things that I wanted to talk about before we get into some question and answers. Who here, obviously all of you want to be a hairdresser at some point. Um, but who wants to be a good hairdresser? Let's see a, a, a show of hands. I know some of you just want to be a hairdresser. Some of you might not even really want to be a hairdresser. Your parents are making you do it. Um, but who wants to be a, a good hairdresser? Okay, cool. So, you know, you can put your hands up. So, you know, good hairdressers can make good money. You know, um, the, the average, they say, federally is about 25000 a year, which isn't terrible. Working like two or three days a week, you pretty much will, will be able to, if you want, you know, pocket some of your cash tips. However, the whole cashless society is coming around soon, and we won't be able to do that pretty soon. Um, who wants to be a great hairdresser? Okay, so great hairdressers. Great hairdressers can make great money. I have friends of mine that were making you know, 50, 75, 100,000 a year. What does it take to be a great hairdresser? A great hairdresser takes, you know, skill, it takes a little bit of a desire, you know, and it takes a quite a bit of hustle, right? And you gotta work quite a bit. You know, and there's some things about, you know, being a hairdresser that comes with the territory. Your hands go to sleep every time you, you ride in a car. You're, you get varicose veins, um, you know, so on and so forth. But you can be a great hairdresser. Now, who wants to be the greatest hairdresser of all time? A few of you. The hands didn't go up so much, right? When I was first out of beauty school, my ex-wife used to say, we, our goal is to be one of the greatest hairdressers of all time. Why do I want to be one of the greatest hairdressers? I have decided in the last three years that I am now going to call myself 
the greatest hairdresser of all time, and I'm gonna spend the rest of my life proving that I am. Does that mean that you can't be the greatest hairdresser of all time? No. It means, please join me, be the greatest hairdresser of all time. We all can. What does it take to be the greatest hairdresser of all time? Not just hustle, not just skill, right? First of all, it's gonna take history. You need to know where we came from. And the whole Egyptians and Romans and all that kind of stuff, that doesn't matter. Who's Sassoon? Right? Who's Leonard Lewis? Who's Frederick Fakai? That is more important, is to know who the giants are that came from history. Right? Um, it also takes, you know, like I said, skill. One of the things that I hate more than anything is, oh, she's so talented. You're such a talented hairdresser. I'm sorry, I don't, I, I believe in talent. Michael Phelps is talented. He was a swimmer. I don't know if you guys. Um, uh, I would say, I was about to say Beyonce, no. Um, <laughs> talent to me is God given, right? God says you're, you're talented. You might be a great runner. You might be, you know, whatever. God says, ding, you're going to be a really good swimmer. Or ding, you're going to be a really good, you know, pianist. God's not going to say, ding, you're going to be a great hairdresser. He might say, you're going to have a really good gift of chat. He might say, I'm going to give you a gift of hustle. Or you might be able to you know, have a really good eye where you can pick things for other people. Or, you know, you might be really good with patterns. That'll make you a good hairdresser. But that's not where being a great hairdresser comes from. Being a great hairdresser comes from skill. And what is skill? Skill is, is man-made. Skill is man-created. Skill to me has a lot more bearing. And the reason why is you went out looking for the right person to train you to give you that skill. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. To me, it took effort on your part as well as the person that gave it to you's part. That's skill, skill man-made. It's awesome if you have a, a talent that goes with it, but really anybody can be the greatest hairdresser of all time as long as you accept that skill. Now, congratulations. You guys have already made the choice to go find the skill, you're here. I've heard great things about Z Hair Academy. Right? The fact that you're here and you're working with, with people that gave up their, their ability to make as much money as they want. Because let me tell you, standing behind the chair, I can make as much money as I want. When you give up that ability to help other people do that, that's almost sainthood. Does that make sense? I know they ain't getting paid a whole heck of a lot. You know how I know? I used to own a beauty school, and I was a cheap MFer. <laughs> I can't believe I've gone two whole classes without cussing. You know, it's, it's pretty amazing, by the way. I used to cuss like I have Tourette's. Now I'm trying to not cuss anymore. Um, so, so that's it. Now, the thing about it is you guys are very lucky because skill takes a long time to develop. It took me years. I'm still developing my skill. But you guys are very lucky because you guys are very, very, very young. So what you can be doing now is, you know, giving away the number one thing that you guys have, the number one piece of equity that you guys have that can build you as the greatest hairdresser of all time, you give away your time. And I've always heard people say, oh, don't do things for free. No, man, I'm here to say, do things 
for free a lot. There should never be a time where you say no. The answer to you from here on out is going to be yes. Right? Until you have made it so much to the point where you never have to do anything for free again. But let me tell you something. I'm doing this for free right now. Does that make sense? Because it gets to a point where you do things for free because you have to, then eventually you do things for free because you want to. And that's when it's fun. Does that make sense? Yes. Cool. Are you guys having fun so far? Yes. Okay. I'm just now making all this crap, crap up, by the way. <laughs> now, now, crap is not a bad word, right? No. Okay, good. I almost said. Um. Hey, podcast. This message comes from Stuff. You know, sometimes I'm sitting around the house and, and just thinking about things, and I, I, I feel like a need in my heart, and there's just something that is missing. And, and I think that the only thing that will really fill up that place in my heart is to buy stuff. So I like to go out and buy stuff, and I'll buy stuff, you know, either at stores or online. But I do like to buy stuff and, and you know, I, I feel like it's the best way to fill that hole in our heart that, you know, we have. So when you are feeling down and you feel like you just need something, go out and buy stuff. This message brought to you by Stuff. What? Oh, yeah, yeah. They came to it. <laughs> yourself right now. A good example. Who here right now already has a salon that they are already hired at that they're going to go work out right now? Fantastic. Awesome. I know that if I was a beauty school student right now, I probably wouldn't have even signed up to go to beauty school unless I already had a job first waiting for me. I hate playing games I'm going to lose. I won't play Monopoly against you if I think you're better than me. Right? I want to play a game that I'm going to win at. So if I went to beauty school, I would go and have a job right now. Those of you that have been here for a minute, you need to have a job right now, waiting. You also need to be practicing. We have a friend of ours, we have a mutual friend of ours by the name of um, Jim DeBerry, and I believe that Jim DeBerry is one of the Illuminati of the hairdressing industry. And if you asked him if he was, he would say no, which is in the Illuminati handbook to say, you're not allowed to say that you really are a part of the Illuminati. Ask Beyonce. Um, but um, we, he has a story about practicing and about how he went and saw, um, they were gonna, he was going to go golfing with a buddy of his and, and he showed up a little early and he saw that his buddy was practicing on his drives or whatever of golfing and every time he did it he would slice it and it would come over here. Like every single time he hit it, it kept hit, uh, uh, slicing over to one side. He then went and they started golfing and every time he hit it, it kept slicing. And the guy was all upset and like hitting his, his golf clubs on the ground and all that. And he's like, I came out to practice because I wanted to be better than you. He's like, and everybody always says that practice makes perfect. And Jim said, practice doesn't make perfect. That's a lie. Because practice, if you're practicing something sloppy, if you're practicing something bad, if you're practicing doing something horrible, you're learning how to do it even worse. He said, perfect practice makes perfect. Does that make sense? 
So instead of like, like going and, and you know, trying to practice on slicing the ball going to the left, why not practice on hitting it straight? While you're here right now, you should be practicing on being the greatest hairdresser of all time. While you're in school, well, I'm just starting. Now's the time to practice. If I, went to, if I went to art school, if I went to Juilliard, and I wanted to be a great uh, violinist, do you think I would have like a first act violin? Like a piece of garbage violin? No, I'd have like Stradivarius or whatever's the greatest, right? You guys need to be thinking of it the same way. This is Juilliard. You guys need to be practicing as if you are already great. Because when you screw up, you have a learning leader that can actually come and, and adjust it just slightly so it's not, so it's good. Yeah? Cool. What time are we at? I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. If you did like this podcast, please comment below as well as push the subscribe button. I would really appreciate it. If there's anybody out there that uh, you think that should listen to this podcast, I would very much appreciate you know just sharing the link that you found it on. Also, if you have any questions or would like to be on the podcast, please text me at 702-224-2902. You can also find me on Instagram at Ryan underscore Teal, T-E-A-L, and you could join my Facebook group, which is Awesomer Hairdressers Unite and Take Over. Hope you have a wonderful day.